Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Western Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, welcome back, folks, to the second hour of Power with him, Danny Bush, and me, Tommy the True Neubauer, Ryan Horvath, uh, producing on the boards today. And our special guest here on this second hour is Rod Grimmy. And uh, welcome to the show, Rod. Well, thanks for having me back. I've been a few years. Uh, it's probably yeah. ten, uh, it was probably the old studio. You, this is probably all... Or was it this one? Same general area, I believe. Same, same maybe same room. I don't know. Right. It was on Grange. I know that much back then. But anyway, Rod, uh, Rod and I had talked Tom a, a little bit about uh, he was on a bear hunt, and mm-hmm. uh, and then then he had uh, we had talked a little bit about the proposed development out there in Pewaukee, Let's which talk uh, about Rod wasn't that. digging too much. So, do you want to give us the synopsis on that, Rod? Yeah. Let's talk about that. now. What's the name of that golf course? Pewaukee Lake Country Club. Oh, it's oh, I always thought it was a different one. Okay. Yeah, the uh, I I don't remember what the hell it was called. It was uh, uh, was that Willow Willow Willow, Willow, Willow Run. Run Willow, Willow Run. Run. Yeah, Willow, that's that what it used old? to be. Yeah, oh. now it's Pewaukee Golf Club. Oh, I see. Have you okay. golfed there, Tom? Yes, I I, I golfed there many a times. Yeah, but not when they changed the name. Okay. Not, I mean, it was all before that, but they changed the name. When Raised was that? Your two dues years or something? Two years Something ago? like that. Yeah, I'm not sure if they changed ownership or. Yeah, or, I think it was ownership. Yeah. So anyway, that's a big, huge, yeah. huge area, and they were they were they were wanting to do this big sports complex yeah. out there with a stadium for a baseball team and soccer, all kinds of stuff there. Yeah. And so, what's the scoop on that, Rod? Did that go through, or is that still in committee, or what's going on? It's bouncing back and forth. It it's uh, it hasn't come back to any of the uh, committees lately, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to come back. I, there's uh, several residents that are in, up in arms, and uh, we're kind of pretty much against it, and we're going to keep fighting it as long as we can, and hopefully the city uh, listens to the people that are living around it because everybody's worried about the, I mean, yeah, yeah, you, you major, know that spot. What's a major complaint? Uh, just several things. I mean, basically just the, the area where it's at, I mean, uh, Dan lives out there. That's it's it's just a, a small. There's a service road, and you start putting that in there, and and you want to add all the the, the extra residents that's there. That means it's just well, going to be a pinch about point. Putting huge apartment complexes and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're going to have all that tr- extra traffic. I mean, it's hard to get out on uh, 
There's on, not on those a lot roads. of roads uh, intersecting around through there. No, and if you no. want to have those roads, well, obviously, who's going to pay for it? Mm-hmm. The people that are living there. Then on top of that, you've got that noise and the, uh, you know, not that I'm against sports or whatnot, but I don't want to, if I want to, if I want to go see it, I'll jump on the freeway and I'll head down to, you know, Country Stadium over here. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the backyard, you don't want to hear a PA going and lights and the sound of cracking bats, mm-hmm. you know, every night. You know, you just want to hang back on your uh, deck and, Relax, just kind of like we've been doing for 20 years. Do you think that the the people who bought Willow Run and named it, you know, Pewaukee Lake Country Club, do you think this was in the back of their mind all in in the beginning? Like, well, we'll we'll get this, and then we'll do this, and eventually we'll turn it into the sports complex with the apartments and make a lot of money on it. Do you think? I don't think so. Might, I think it's know? it's it's just up for sale, I believe, and then. Uh, these guys are coming in. And they're just looking okay. for a piece of property, and I get it. It's it's you know right next to the freeway and mm-hmm. this and that, and but it goes against everything that the the city of Pewaukee. You know, Dan's over in the town where they want to build everything up and have everybody come in and mm-hmm. you know enjoy the the area and you know. But that's what Capital Drive is for. And but you know we're kind of more oh. out in the booties there in the city. Well, I will say this, and that uh, it's right by that Lake Country Trail, which I've. Uh, turned many people on to that. Would that screw trail. up that trail? Well, no, it's, it's right by, it up a little it's, bit. It's right where mile one meets, where it starts. Mm-hmm. And there's a little pavilion there where people like to drive and park their vehicle right there and then get their bike off the top of their vehicle. And then they can start right there at mile one. Mm-hmm. And that's right off Gulf Road there, I believe. Uh, some people will, you know, take their bike and go off the trail and then onto Gulf Road and go biking down there. So I guess it would add a lot more more traffic and so forth. And the nice the, the nice thing about it is the is the word omniance, the uh, mm-hmm. the the atmosphere the aesthetics. is the aesthetics of going yes. down the trail and see a mama deer and her fawn yeah, and all yeah. this stuff. And so the golf course is rather nice and peaceful and there's a nice kind of a uh, kind of an area, berm area or whatever you call in between where there's all kinds of trees and growth mm-hmm. where the wildlife can kind of be just on the edge of the golf course. So you mm-hmm. can see all kinds of things. And, and so it's kind of nice keeping that, uh, country atmosphere out there. So I can see mm-hmm. how, if all of a sudden you got a, a big apartment building you're looking at and a bunch of stuff that that's going to kind of, to kind of not, it kind of wreck that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, something like that is happening out at, in Oconomowoc by Fowler Lake. Out at Fowler Lake, they're building this big apartment. Huge. Yeah, big apartment complex. And along the shoreline, just the, the boat launches, they got a real nice piers out there now, which they never had before. Big fish but, in there, too. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've caught a few. <laughs> but the thing is, is that from the, from the boat launch down to the church, that was all lined with trees. And they're all gone now, except for one. One tree is left. Otherwise, they're all gone. And it, and it makes it look so totally different. And I was telling my sons when we were out there a few weeks ago, I said, I think they did this so that the people in the apartment can have a better view of the lake. Seriously, I think that's why they took down all those trees. It, it just lost. Uh, it was kind of like a little nice. lake located yeah. in a park is always the yeah. impression that yeah. I got and of it. More like a lagoon. Yeah, and now they got this huge uh, you know, apartment complex going up, took down all these trees so that they could probably see the lake and it just looks different. I mean, same lake, same fish, same everything, but it just looks different. Yeah. So if people, uh, are, don't want this, uh, to happen, Rod, uh, is there anything, anybody they should contact, anything they can do? Are there any, going to be any more meetings coming up or? Uh, what everybody's been doing and we've, uh, 
we've had several conversations with a lot of the residents and we've gone to a lot of the meetings. And I mean, the best thing is to go to show up to those meetings, but the, uh, the super, super best thing is to, uh, get on the website for the city and find the, uh, all your aldermen's, uh, the mayor, uh, and, and get your emails into them and voice your displeasure. And well, if you're for it, well, let them know that too. But, uh, you know, uh, everybody I've talked to has been pretty much against it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's just not. It's a great idea, like we talked about, but it's it's not the right spot. I told him to put it over by Paps Farms, right in the by the cornfields out yeah. there. Yeah, and Beautiful. I said, hell, you could call it uh, Field of Dreams. Yeah. yeah, no, actually, that would be a great spot for it. Yeah, you're right. That's that out in the great. middle of nowhere. You could set up plenty oh, of parking oh, and so God, forth. Oh, God, yeah, a lot of parking. Oh, yeah, that I mean, would be great. It's but, my new favorite destination because you get off to 67 and there's a like a mecca right mm-hmm. there that's a, I don't know, they're not a sponsor, so I won't say their name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, though, when you look at these developments, sometimes you just got to follow the money and you got to look exactly. at, is government going to look at the revenue that would be implicated in it uh, by way of taxes and whatever, that they can make more money there then if this goes through, you know? I mean, sometimes, you know, the money talks, you know, and uh, they don't care about the residents in the area, you know? So sometimes you got to wonder what exactly is going on behind closed doors. Well, that's what's always been nice about Pewaukee is we we live within our means Mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. So taxes cover what we've been paying for. Right, right. But there comes a time, we all know... Not to get too far into it, but city governments like to spend money. Yeah, <laughs> depending on who's in it. <laughs> you know, it seems like any kind of government likes to spend yeah, money. Yeah, because it's yeah. not their yeah. money. Yeah, it's yeah. our well, money. It's like I, I told somebody. Uh, it was years ago up at Monkey Island, and a guy was proposing to our good friend John Lehman. You know, proposing about he was already married about the. Uh, you know, yeah, he was the guy was proposing a muskie tournament to him, telling John, well, it would only cost you this much for this and this much for that and this much for that. And I said to the guy in front of John and Ron, and I said, you know, it's real easy to spend other people's money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in other words, you want to do it, pay for it yourself. <laughs> you know, don't go spend in other people's I'm money. I'm taking John did not pay for that. He did not. Oh, yeah. we told him, don't you dare. You know, let, let that other guy do it. Why yeah. should you pay for everything, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Provide the space. We got this. We got that. But yeah. I wouldn't be paying nothing. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Got it. I love hearing John and that uh, every once in a while that, coming isn't in. That the, great? Isn't when he's great? screaming the crazy train, I love hearing John. Yeah. You well, know, miss that guy. Well, you'll see at the end of the show, he also says goodbye, too. You know, yeah. I talked to his wife, Loey, about a month ago. We were sitting out on the pier, and she did not know that we still have John do that on the show. She, I told her that. And she got <laughs> I all, told her that. She got all teary-eyed when she yeah. when she heard that. Yeah. On, I think she forgets things every now and then, but like we all do. But I told her a few years ago when, when we started oh, doing it after right. John passed well, away. That was a couple year, years year and ago. a half ago. You're right. Year and a half ago. People yeah. Forget. So yeah, that's yeah. good. A lot of people yeah. like to like that we still include that. So. Well, we should, and we just got to change it a little bit. Speaking of, uh, perfect time here, the John Lehman Memorial Three Charlies Muskie Invitational mm-hmm. will be on Pewaukee Lake Saturday, October 20th, 2018. It's the Three Charlies in honor of both uh, Loie and uh, John's fathers were named Charlie, so 
the, those guys uh, were initially, it was the two Charlies tournament. Then they had a little dog named uh, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. So, so there's a, the three Charlies tournament. And now it's the John Lehman Memorial yeah. Three Charlies Musky Invitational. Yeah. Saturday, October 20th, 2018, uh, tournament payouts and awards are based on a full field of boats, uh, of 50 boats, $150 entry fee per boat. So, And what's the nice thing about this? Well, half of the proceeds in his backyard. Me, half of the proceeds uh, go back into the, uh, I believe, planting muskies, yep. muskie stocking into yep. Pewaukee Lake. Uh, first place two grand, second place twelve hundred, third place five fifty. Uh, check in six to seven a.m. the morning of the tournament at Smokies. Now, uh, if you want entry forms, um, you you could uh, cont- just go to Smokies Muskie Shop. Just swing by Smokies Muskie Shop. It's right by the waterfront pub there. Uh, you know, can you know stop on in, go watch, you know, go watch the game there or something, and then go next door to the musky shop, and you can uh, pick up, pick up a uh, in, uh, in and this registration. Is, yeah, form. and this is a team tournament, and uh, you can have one sucker per boat, and then cast one line per person. Well, but here's you what you can have one sucker per boat. Yeah, it says one line per person is allowed. Right. One additional line per boat is allowed for the Sakair technology. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if a single See, one line casting, one sucker line. So you if know, you're by yourself, you can do when that. When they first started this tournament, and I'm thinking, oh, fall, suckers? I said, we'll just throw six suckers out around the boat and just drift in the good areas, right? And then they said, no, you can only have one. I went, oh. Yeah, well, that's what some guys used to do in the Iron Man yeah, years yeah. years ago. You know, I took second in nineteen ninety nine, no, two thousand, in one of the first two Charlie's tournaments. I took second place at that time with a uh, about a thirty four inch or thirty five inch musky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on a on a sucker of all things, and mm-hmm. I actually had the client fishing with me. He paid for our entry yeah, fee. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a muskie that followed in a bucktail and grabbed the sucker. And that got us second place. And I got this nice little silver pin with a little diamond in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sitting collecting dust in a drawer somewhere. But it's all about the glory of taking, hearing your name called to the podium. The bragging rights. A bunch of That seems seems like a long time ago now. Yeah, it was there. Bunch of rednecks right. standing around, watch, drinking beer, watching you win. Yeah, that's right. Well, right Collect now, your award. That's, that's when to... you were full sodbuster mode, wasn't it? Pretty much. I got a picture. I look like I look like I look like redneck Rod over here. You're like bookends, twin rednecks, matching torn flannel. Well, we got to go to a break right now, folks. Stay tuned. We got more. If you got any questions for Rod, uh, we should talk about some of your uh, uh, bear hunting. Your Let's bear, talk hunting bear hunting that when you we did. come back. Yes. And if people got any questions, you can always call us at 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more at 105.7 FM, The Fan. I can jump up in the air like David Lee Roth and do like a big kick. 
Can you really? Yeah. I, hell no, I can't do that. I'd tear a hammy. Did we yeah. talk about, are you a Hagar guy or a David Lee Roth guy? Oh, that's what? a big battle right I'm there. I'm a David Lee Roth Okay, guy. me too. I'm, sorry. I'm old school. Good. I, mean, Good. I like okay. Hagar like, by himself. He was, hey guys, he was okay. Well, he should have changed the name. It should have been Van Hagar. We, we, right. we, we need a contestant, guys. 799-1250. We need a contestant for the NFL picking Contest. So while we wait for a call, and who's it brought to you to by? David Lee Rock. Huh? Who's it brought to you by? What's who's your spo- favorite I, I Van Halen so album? Who's sponsor? I can't keep it straight. The NFL football picking contest Curly's is brought to you pub. by Curly's Waterfront Pub, where it's the place to meet, laugh, and eat, and drink, and enjoy life. They got all kinds of specials during the uh, Badger games and the Packer games. So make sure you go to Curly's. They're just kitty corner from Smokey's Musky Shop on Pewaukee Lake. And while you're there by Pewaukee Lake, swing by the Beer Depot, as I yeah, did last night. You can pick up a Emil's frozen pizza from them, which is one of the greatest frozen pizzas yeah. in the world. Or a and rack of ribs. Ribs or steak. <laughs> and then go over around the corner to Park Avenue Pizza and get their roasted chicken. Oh. I had the roasted chicken again yeah. uh, this week, and it's just incredible. If you want roasted chicken, Park Avenue mm-hmm. Pizza. You got a wonderful, wonderful area out there. Yeah, there's all kinds, places to go. All kinds of great places. You can't not buy anything at the Beer Depot. As soon as you walk in there and you smell that smoke stuff that they're doing out there. I know. Oh. You, you want that right away. <laughs> they got you. You want, it. You want yep. it. Okay, do we have a contestant? We do. We got okay. Brian on the line. All right. Oh, man, Brian. we may have just lost Brian. Let's see if what? he's still there. Brian, Brian, you there, man? Brian, are you there? Oh, no, he hung up. He did. Well, we had to do it the old-fashioned way where I just literally answer the call and we asked him his uh, first name. Did you okay. hit the wrong button again, Ryan? <laughs> no, I've no. never hit the wrong button no. ever in my life. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. see who we Maybe got. Maybe Billy Schmidt Let's see who this hit is. a lot of wrong buttons. Hi, good does. morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Who's this? Oh, hi. Stan from Fox Point. Stan? Yes. Okay, Stan, you're going to be the NFL yeah. picture. Stan is in D. Did you want to do the NFL picks or were you just calling in? Um, no, I'll just pick. Oh, perfect. Name is Dan. Yeah, Dan. We Dan. Were... Well, All Tom. Right. <laughs> okay, never mind. We okay, forgot. so let's get okay. started. Okay, Dan. Let's All get right. to How did we do last week? Okay, so last week, uh, let me pull it up. Uh, we had uh, your representative, Danny. Uh, she went two and two, which is what uh, I went right. one and three. Uh, Tommy, you went one and three, and then our caller went one and three. So. Okay. Mm. You were you were the was the wiener. Winner. Okay, so so we got we all got beat by a girl. Um, <laughs> which it's 2018. I'm comfortable yeah. with that. You guys are yeah. comfortable with that. Uh, let's go to this week's lines. Okay, let's start. We got Iowa, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin travels to Iowa tonight. Primetime game. Wisconsin favored by three points. Must win. Huge game. Yeah. Oh, who are you taking, Danny? I'm gonna take Iowa. Yeah, I'll take turncoat. I'll, ta- I'll take Wisconsin. And who do you who do you want? Uh, Dan. Dan. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> who do you I'm want, Dan? Go with uh, Wisconsin. Uh, okay. They've won like four out of five over there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. And uh, uh, I'm going to go Brent, with I'm going to go with Wisconsin. I think they light them up today. Yeah. I hope it's so. A huge bounce back. All right. Uh, they needed so, that loss last. I mean, they didn't need that, but that's a that's a good kick in a punch in the face. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. they just you ain't that go good. Yeah. You got to play. Right. And so let's go. Uh, we will save Packers, obviously. We'll go Patriots, Lions. The Lions, uh, seven-point dogs in this game, taking on the Patriots. I'm going to take the Lions, plus seven. Well, what do you want? New England secondary is bad. Really? 
But the Lions were terrible the first game of the year, but I didn't pay attention they to They were really week. bad. They got beat by Sam Darnold, who's a rookie. But I feel like the Lions at least have to compete or their season's over if they start off Who do you got, Danny? Patriots. The Lions season is over. Uh, the statistic, statistics prove out that when uh, uh, the Patriots come back after a tough game, they cover my more than eight points. Yep. How many times? 63% of the time, something like that. So I'm taking the Patriots. We put $1,000 on that, Tom. If I had $1,000, I would. Yeah. (laughs) I might know a single white, straight, wealthy, orphaned landowner from Douglas County who can loan you a grand. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. Are you taking them too, Ryan? Oh, no, I'm going to actually take the Lions to cover the seven points. Okay, and who do you got, Dan, on the phone? Never. I'm taking the Patriots. Good, good, smart, good man. call. Good, call. yeah, that's that's a good. All one. right, Patriots. all right. And who do you got next? Uh, so next we got uh, the Cardinals and the Bears. The Cardinals are brutal this year, and the Bears are favored by five points. And I am going to take the uh, Bears to cover that five. Okay. And what about you, Dan, the caller? You got a shower after you take the Bears? Unfortunately, I do. I'm going with the Bears too on that one. Yeah. Okay. Danny. Danny, uh, the host. Me. Me three. <laughs> Yeah, I go with I'm, the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears as well. Got to, yeah. We're all brutal. Trubisky. He's yeah. a good quarterback there, right? Eh? Love him. <laughs> Got Trubisky now. All right, Packers, Redskins. Man, I feel like this is easy money right here. The Packers only favored by three points. Yeah, I on know. the road in Washington. Washington's defense is pretty tough, but they got beat yeah. 21 to nine yeah. last week. Put another grand on this one, Tom. Yep. Uh, well, who do you got, Dan? The caller. Packers. Yep. Yeah, Packers. You. Yeah, me too. Packers. To go with the Packers. Everybody's going with even 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 Rod is picking the Packers. Rogers could beat him with one leg. Wait, oh, hold on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he, will. he will. Hey, Dan, do me a favor and hang on the line, man, so I could get your information in case you're the winner. You, you bet. All right. Oh, Dan, you will be the winner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yeah. It 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 the way it is, uh, Rod, is that uh, a caller has to either tie us or beat us. I think once in the history of doing this, and we've done it for like five, six years, only one time did a caller not tie or beat all four, th- four of us, or three of us, four of us actually. Only once. Only once. <laughs> but a I thousand sent, times. I, but I, but I sent them the, their gift certificate anyway. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a knee. You're gonna take a knee. Oh, good. <laughs> take a knee. So, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk bear hunting. Let's talk right? bear hunting now. You, uh, Rod, was telling me a story. We're still on, still on football or no? No, we, we got that out of the way the first yeah. first week of the season. Yeah, we got that out. And we moved out. We're done with the foosball. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Rod was talking to me before I shot my bear years ago, and he told me about how incredibly uh, how their sense of smell, Tom, is way yeah, better even right, than a deer, and right. how he had a big one come in and stick its nose in the air and busted them from 50 yards away, and, and he did not get that one. And sure enough, I had one bust me, but I managed to shoot it is only 10 yards away with the handgun before it could disappear into the brush. But it uh, takes a while to get a tag again, and Rod finally got another tag. So tell us uh, about your hunt here. Did, did you went on the hunt already? Yeah. yeah. I was, it was a long buildup, but uh, got it done the first day. And uh, well, it takes you up by us. We're up in you know north of Hayward quite a ways. And, uh, oh, wow. Okay. It's uh, Area D, and it's it's a good seven years to get a tag up there. So it's mm-hmm. it's... You're in, is it Bayfield County you're Bayfield in? Bayfield County, yeah. yeah right next to Douglas County. That's way up there, yeah. Way oh, yeah. nosebleed part of yeah. the state. Yeah, it, when you talk to people, they're like, well, all so the way what, up there? What? So what happened during the hunt? Uh, well, it started in uh, May, because Wisconsin, you can 
you can pretty much bait all year. Mm. And uh, that, I did bait, and everybody always gives you, a, you know, they kind of give you that look, you know, oh, you're baiting. Well, it's not like baiting deer. It's not like baiting. Yeah, right. It's not like baiting the turkeys in Pewaukee that <laughs> yeah. come running in. You know, it's a, uh, in your backyard this <laughs> afternoon, by the way. But, uh, you know, it's, they're, they're smart fellers. They they know what's going on. It's uh, they live there every day, and it's it's not just going out and dropping donuts in the woods. And uh, well, so yeah, I have heard now. I think legally, Tom, that they 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 let you start baiting them in like April. I think mm-hmm. it's mid April. Yeah. and and I have heard that it it isn't a bad idea to to start baiting. Early because I guess a lot of the big boars are on the move. The rut, and, and the, the rut, rut. They're on the yeah. looking for females at that time. Mm-hmm. They're fresh out of the den and horny as can be. So they're mm-hmm. traveling, covering a lot of, lot of ground. And if you happen to put your, uh, you know, picnic basket out there, they might discover it and might use it and may might remember it later on in the season. So it's good for them to stumble upon your mm-hmm. pile of donuts or whatever. You're exactly right. That's that's. The best part about getting it out there early because there's so much travel that's going on, and you can get them big boars using that. You know, they might even alter their travel routes that put that in their vicinity because, right. you know, them bears will travel 20, 30 miles. I mean, I've read a couple of things where they'll, you know, in the fall they'll they'll travel 40 miles to find a patch of hazelnuts. You know, it's it's amazing the memory that these things have. Um, now, did you gun hunt or bow hunt? You know, I went with the gun, and okay. I, I was I was on the fence. I was going to go with bow, but yeah, you got to tag every seven years. You just right. want to, you, you know, wanna you, you, you want to be, you want to be sure. one thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm not a guy that's going to shoot you know, over 25 yards, 30 yards through the through the woods. You know, some of these guys are shooting 80, 90 yards, whatever they want to do with their super crossbows and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Right. But I'll just, I, I don't mind using my gun. Yeah, no, I don't, I wouldn't mind either. It, you know, it is, it is really cool. Uh, just seeing those things and. Seeing that get now you had a trail camp set up, right? We were super high tech this year. We had both. I was the only guy. And normally we like to have two guys in camp, and we run. Uh, we've been running, uh, getting bears out of our camp. We started back in eleven. We're trying to get right. guys with tags every year. So, yep. but this year, I was the only guy with a tag. So it was it was actually kind of nice because we only had. I only ran two baits okay. this year, so it took a little bit of time and. Uh, so when we come back after this break, you'll tell us the final finale, the grand finale. Oh, it's all the exciting stuff! We're, all the exciting stuff already. Yeah, we well, right. got a half hour left. Yeah, I know. Time What's is going flying on? by. I must, anyway, I talk slow, but <laughs> that's okay. Tom, <laughs> I listen slow. Tom thinks slow. <laughs> that's no problem. I move slow. Yeah. All right, folks, we'll be right back with uh, Dan Bush, me, Tom perfect. Neubauer, Ryan no Horvath on the boards, and our special guest, Rod Grimley. So stay tuned for more <laughs> here on Ed. what? Grim, you said Grimley. Oh, I'm sorry. Grim- Remember Ed Grimley from Saturday Night oh, Live? How about Arnold Ziffel? Back when it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going right now. Okay. 105.7 FM, the fan, out. <laughs> Good song, Danny, or 
or whoever right. picked the That don't remind you of driving around in your souped-up Nova, yeah. smoking cigarettes. I had a no. I had a 1972. I had a, actually a 62 Nova and a 72 Nova. Hey, I had a, I had a couple my, of 72s. You want to know my theory on why, like all the older older women, like are looking for a guy with a Harley? Here's my theory on that. What's your theory? Okay, when they were young, they had a boyfriend that had a hopped-up Nova, and they'd go peeling out of the parking lot with their boyfriend in high school. Living life. Then they got married. Things weren't so good. Got divorced. Got a bunch of kids. Now they're trying to relive that excitement. So it's find the the guy with the Harley, and you're again with the guy who had the hopped up Nova. The midlife crisis. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, yeah yeah. That's why yeah. you know these okay. women forty they were looking mm. for a guy with a Harley. Okay, so tell Can us about your Harley Rod. So you did get a bear eventually, right? We did, yeah, yeah. and uh, it was kind of. Uh, it was bittersweet. I mean, it was the first night, but it was that's what I was getting to. Was, there was a lot of buildup. There was a lot of work that went through. I didn't bait a lot through the summer, but it was it was like the key, like we said earlier, was uh, I think starting them early and then just keeping it going a little bit. And then uh, what I was saying earlier was uh, we got really high tech this year. We got the cellular cameras. And so, I mean, you didn't have to go back in and changing cards, and you really knew what was going on. And, and it they, just automatically sends the photo email to your phone. Yeah. So some mornings you'd wake up and you'd have fifty-six, you know, eighty, hundred emails. How You're like, cool is that? Way cool. <laughs> it was. Wow. Yeah. It's it's it was it's, it's it was kind of a bummer that it's done. I I miss waking up yeah. seeing my emails. See, I used yeah. to. We're, my my cousin would go check my trail cam, and then he'd email me. He'd have to go in and get the whatever SD card mm-hmm. and then he'd email me the pictures once a week and it was like waiting for it once a week was like waiting for Christmas to get all those pictures of what bears yeah. are hitting your stand but I can see an advantage there Rod is that uh, they do say that the bear if you get like the smell of food or something on your hand that the bear will try to eat your trail camera and uh, <laughs> so I can see how that would be a benefit where you don't have to touch yeah. it once you set it exactly we're, we're talking with Rod Grimmy. I got it right that time. Good job. We're talking yeah. with Rod Grimmy. I've heard writer, it many ways. Yeah. Outdoor writer, hunter, fisherman, whatever, and uh, continue on with uh, your story then. So, yeah, so you know, we got to uh, see pretty much everything that was going on, and uh, I got up there a week before, did a little bit uh, musky fishing, and uh, got everything squared away and started getting in a routine. And uh, I got out there at 2 o'clock on opening day, and at 6.15, uh, bear came through. It was, uh, I mean, did kind of a, a little circle and kind of came right into the bait like it's supposed to, and it was boom. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it it threw me for a loop, and uh, it the bear came in, and I mean the belly was swaying, the ears were on the side of its head, you know everything that's you look like, for. Well, it. that's a big bear, and uh, well, it was a decent bear. It was it was two hundred fifty pounds, and yeah. it was, but it was a it was a dry sow. It was, uh, you know. That's exactly what I what, shot what years mean? ago. I got mine was two hundred and forty pound dressed. What do you yeah. mean dry sow? Well, bears they only they have cubs every two years. Okay. And when they get to a certain age, they don't have cubs at all anymore. Now they're just become kind of like a big musky lake that needs old. to be taken too out. They're just eating it? machines. They're just too old. Yeah. And this bear was I I obviously you send a tooth in. I haven't found it yet or got the information back. But you know the back molars were flattened down. The teeth okay. were yellow, and I mean so I think she was. Pretty old. I mean, you no, know, I never did get the age on the bear for mine. Did you send your tooth in? Actually, the you, know, you may your, not want to not say that here. They might Danny, come after you. Know you. Danny, the, yes, not your the, tooth. You know the what? Bear's they, tooth. they did. They the processor that I took it to said uh, they said there's a little envelope, right? Yeah. Or something. They said, don't worry, we'll send this tooth in. 
And because we had to get, that's when my uncle died, and we had to get out of town and leave the bear and, and just leave immediately the next morning. And, uh, but I, I think they're supposed to mail you something. Yeah, you, it takes maybe, about six, seven you, months. You know, maybe I did get something. I think uh, Kevin Wallenfang, I think he was the big game ecologist at the time Sounds in right. charge of the bear. Now I think they got somebody else. He's still with uh, the DNR. But I'm trying to recall how old the bear was. I cannot remember, yeah. though. See, and Danny talks about me losing my memory. <laughs> well, I remember people's names, Tom. Uh, speaking of teeth, long in the teeth, what do they call it? Did long you have that particular bear on your trail cam, yeah. Rod? Do you I think? did. You yeah, did. going back and looking at him now, I've, I've gone through, and mm-hmm. and it was, you know, going through, and you're like, you know, oh, that's a good bear. That's a, that's a good one. I mean, that's a good one. I mean, I had several... We're just overrun with bears up there. I mean, they, yeah, the seven-year thing is a joke. I mean, with the wow. with the deer population up there, you got to wait eleven years for a bobcat tag. You know, with the wolves. I mean, the wolves are. I mean, your area over there too. Yeah, I mean, it's thing. just crazy. And so it's 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 like the we could go for hours on that. I mean, it seems like the state doesn't want deer anymore. It's it's with with the yeah. way the predators are taking over and and uh, but the uh, anyway back that bear was on. A couple times, and then uh, okay, it's but that's what I was getting at is when it came through, it was like it had all the characteristics of a big old boar. I mean, the, with the belly and the, the, but it had the short legs like a like a sow, which didn't seem like, it, but the big head, everything was there. Is like this is like this is this is a really big bear. Bear are Tom the hardest animal to field judge. Yeah. Every they're really tough to tell because even a small bear in the woods, you 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 see it in that. Green jungle out there, a black bear, and it's hard the without a reference. The ultimate ground shrinkage with bears. Yeah, they they look they look much bigger sometimes, and so mm-hmm. there are ways for a person to judge the size. One one thing they talk about is the head. It's like the triangle method, where a truly big bear will have like an equilateral. Let's do a little, a little geometry, Tom. The equilateral triangle, right? All sides equal. The ears sticking out on the side, mm-hmm. whereas if it looks like an isosceles triangle, remember that one, Tom, huh? Two sides the same and one side. If they got a long, narrow snout like isosceles, that's a smaller bear. So that's so, one of the ways to... So did you learn that from reading Euclid's uh, Elements of Geometry? Did you... <laughs> Actually... Did he write about that? When I was working on Pythagorean's theorem... That was something else. When I was writing my on. paper for my master's, uh, so. I was working on my <laughs> dissertation for my. Oh goodness! No, as a, as a bear's, the, yeah, the ears always stay in the same spot. But right. as the the bear ages and gets older, I mean, the head grows bigger and the ears naturally go down. Yeah. So when you see a a bear with its ears to the side and they're, they get shorter because yeah. of the head. Yeah. And but when you see a a bear that looks like it's a. Uh, like a Mickey Mouse or yeah, like, yeah, a, like, yeah. a, the, like a bat, those ears big ears, it's, it's, it's yeah. probably a smaller bear. The other oh, thing you can look yeah. at is okay. as uh, uh, like a 36, 36 inches high, That's they say that that'll be a 400-pound bear. Because when, really? you, when you you think yep. of a bear, you're like, oh, just, it's huge. But in the wild, uh, you know, a, a, yep. a, that's pretty, a 200-pound pretty bear good. is only going to be, you know, 30 inches high, oh, which okay. is, you know, it's... You, I think it's not that big. That's mm. why I actually had a bait log, hollowed out bait log, that was like 32 inches or 30 inches. Mm-hmm. And I actually waited. I could have shot my bear prior, but I waited till the thing walked broadside of that. And when I saw its shoulder was over the edge of the log, that and looking at the head, that's when I immediately knew that it was a shooter. So there yeah. are things oh. that you can... Yeah, for my trail cam pictures, guys, yeah. I actually had a, 
a big meter stick stuck in the mud back behind. <laughs> and I got this one picture of this little one on his hind legs with this stupid meter stick behind. But then that would last one bear because they tear the whole area up. You know, yeah, you, yeah. your meter stick is flattened. I, I put uh, duct tape on uh, the trees that around, been a, around the area. That would have okay. been a smarter way to do it than, it might have than been. my method. Oh, we oh Dad, go. I only do smart yeah. things. Jeez. Well, we got to go to our last like break, Tom. and we got another uh, segment to go. But I'm leaving. I got stuff to do, places to go, people to meet. We should talk to do. some musky fishing more. You so, ever notice talk Tom, about people's Tony heads Rizzo. get bigger with age too, just like bear? No, I've never people's noticed People's faces that. get fatter as they get older. Well, you know, well. <laughs> they do. Well, actually, you know what keeps growing? What? Your ears and your nose. Not what you want to, I think. What? Yeah, your ears and yeah, nose the other get stuff. bigger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but need a little pill for it. smaller. <laughs> 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 they say if Which you lose weight. Which brings us to but, uh, yeah. New Mail Medical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anna was listening <laughs> to earlier today. Medical. <laughs> Our top sponsor. Yeah, Bill, Bill would like that. Bill would like that. All right, we All got right. to now from New Mail. We got to go to a break. You are listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If you want to give us a call with a quick hunting, fishing report update, maybe you're sitting in the blind, we'll hear bang, bang, bang going off in the background as the geese are flying as you're talking to us, whatever. Are you a big uh, Europe fan? Uh, good what? Big Europe, final Europe? countdown? You know, no, uh, actually, uh, Tom, this was Tom's idea to for this to foreshadow the end of uh, the imminent end of our great wow, two-hour so. live show there, Rod. So let's talk a little bit uh, deer hunting because, uh, Rod, you uh, I know you like to hunt old school. You wrote for Badger Sportsman years ago about your deer camp. You guys go up to the Northwoods. <laughs> like we said, there might not be. There's a lot of wolves and bears and Lions, still got bears, deer and camp. wolves, oh my, but not so many deer. But you like to hunt them doing the old school, get on a track, and uh, tell us about that one you shot in the bed years ago. The uh, Well, I feel sorry for for people that sit in a tree because I for years I sat in trees, and you, you always wonder what's over the next hill, and that's kind of what we, we do. I mean, we went back to the uh, the original way that, you know, guys used to do it, and uh, which means, you know, either still hunting – you find a good track and once you find a good track you jump on it and uh it was uh, uh probably one of my best stories is uh, a couple years ago we had a, a a guy in camp that was the first time up there and uh we were taking him out we were going to do like a little we, we hardly ever do drives up there but there was one day it was getting late in the season it was thanksgiving we we're like well let's start out and just one push we'll do this and we started walking out there and i was going to set the guy up and i said i looked down and i'm like check this out these are these tracks are smoking hot. And he kind of looked at me like, oh, you know, I'm sure. Because he's heard about the way that we hunt up there and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, yeah, he's, this guy's he's telling me a little story, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. So I'm like, you just sit here. I'm going to jump on these and, you know, see what happens. And so, geez, I got on them and went, you know, a couple over a couple of ridges and whatever else. But it took me, it only took me 20 minutes. And I caught up to that deer and, and come over to the rise and, was scanning down by the uh, creek bottom, and there he was, kind of just slipping through. And I knocked him down. It was a, it was a nice big uh, mainframe Not, ten, right, with a turkey spur 11, 
11th point on the brow that pushed me past the guy on Tuesday that got the 10-pointer that was the leading buck in camp, which that point is still That's in dispute sad. to this day, but I, I still took the Was there like some beer money. money on the line for this then? Well, it's the pride of the camp. You're it's the Camp you know, Reagan rights. Yeah, and you're the... It's like the fishing tournament thing I was talking about before. It's about the glory. Yeah. It's not and, about the prize. It's about the glory. Yeah. And it's being you, number you, one. And you take a dollar from everybody in the camp, and then you get the bragging rights for the year, and you got to uphold your title, and hopefully uh, things go through, but... Um, but yeah, we got a great camp, and it's 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 a dying art, the uh, the deer camps of uh, northern Wisconsin. I mean, our camp was was born from uh, the the original camp was a, a, a cook section from a logging camp in uh, Ladysmith that got moved up to you know up to our area, and those guys were guys that met in the logging camps. That you know that was the big deal. I mean, they come up there for nine days, and it's unheard of. You don't hear guys going deer camp for nine days anymore. No, it's all about Sitting in your tower blind for you know a couple of days and shooting your getting your shooter buck and I mean up by us that's a you know a, a buck's a buck you know if if you got a spike at the end of the nine days it's a, well, that's a good week I I can think of uh, one two three four four big bucks that we shot out there shot up in Douglas County uh, three tens no five big bucks three tens a nine and an eight. Those five deer were shot, and at the time the guy pulled the trigger, they didn't even know it was a buck. Okay, they, 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 the deer was either flying, you know, on a drive, and you, they knew it was a deer, you know, and they had a doe do tag. Um, or, you know, I remember one time one was across the river, and my uncle could see the deer. Its head was kind of behind. He put it on its shoulder and shot. Um yeah, so up there, you don't have a whole lot of time to sit there. Not like the TV show where they sit there and go, they got time to Boone and Crockett score the goddamn thing before they even pull the trigger. And then they wait till it turns around, angles perfectly, they got their rest. <laughs> it's like they're at the McMiller range. Okay. And they're going through their little notebook you know, to see which, which nickname that deer's got. And the oh. guy chambers the shell. <laughs> you know, and then clicks takes the safety off. I think they do that chamber of the shell thing to make it look good for the safety purposes. Uh, okay, you know, face it. When you're really up deer hunting, you got one in the chamber. Okay, you got the safety. You got your safety, but I got one in the chamber. Now I'm not talking when you're climbing up and down a tree and stuff like that. But uh, you know, the, the deer hunting up there. You're right. It's a totally different experience. And I talk to a lot of guys, Rod. That's a, Never shot a running deer before. Um, so some of my best shots have been hitting a running nubbuck, <laughs> running little nubbuck through the forest. So <laughs> what have we got a call there? Yeah, we got a call. Somebody uh, actually kind of wanted to hit on what you guys were talking about. We got oh. you there. Good morning, yes. Yeah, who, who, we, who, 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 to whom are we speaking, please? And where? Ted, out of oh. Milwaukee. There there you go. Go. Thanks there for you calling, go. man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you guys got a great show. But hey, talking about deer killing and stuff, um, how about processing? They have that uh, law they came out now. Would you have to process the deer in the county you shot it in? Yeah. yeah I process my own deer, and I'm five hours away, which is no big deal. You know, I don't mind doing it up there, but it's easier to do it at the house. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I and again, uh, I'm not the expert on the regulations, and and you got to check. But from from what I understand, if You'd have to like skin it and take the leave the head and and dispose of that up there and just quarter it and bring it back, something uh, something like that. Or you can you can take it, 
It, it, now here's and again check with the DNR on this because I don't even know how this stuff's going to be enforced enforceable. Um, you can t- take the deer and let's say I shoot one up in Monroe County and I drive to Johnson Creek and drop it off at Pernat's on the way back. They say it is okay to take it as long as you take it to a processor. Well, what's to say a guy isn't going to take it home, hang it in his garage, and if anybody checks his garage, say, well, I'm going to take it right to the processor today, and in the meantime, he cuts it up in his garage, and it's done and in the freezer and gone. I really well, don't, I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, that's the part well, I don't understand either, because uh, who's to say you could do the same thing? Yeah, I'm going to take it to the processor, but you don't, and how are they going to know? I I, I don't know. And I was on a conference. I was on a conference call with uh, with Governor Walker uh, back last May and April when he wanted to announce these new these new things uh, with the chronic wasting disease. And it's you know, it kind of sounded like he wanted to get it out there to all of us what he's doing to be proactive about the chronic wasting disease. But the fact is. We had done nothing for all these years about the chronic wasting disease. It was a don't ask, don't tell, don't look. Let's just monitor it. Well, I, at the time I had said, that's like monitoring cancer. And it, and now it's spread everywhere. It's basically everywhere. And I don't think I there's don't know. anything I think we it's, can... I think it's been here forever. I just, I'm not a, I, I'm a non-believer. You're a non-believer. I okay. Am. So Rod's of, Rod's of the camp that grandpa shot a sick looking deer back in 48 and... <laughs> Well, we just threw it through it. We just left our land. Laws of it's nature. been around forever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah right. I don't see any of those walking around either. So, yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Well, put it in your truck, drive the speed limit home, and do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> that's why we right, got guys. the disclaimer at the part of the show. <laughs> all right. Take care, man. Thanks for listening. All right. So, anyway, uh, I guess uh, we're, we've come to the end of the line here, Rod. Uh, anything else you want to interject before I we... Just for those who have not heard, uh, the legendary Tony Rizzo of uh, Star Lake, Wisconsin, legendary musky guide, uh, noted author. I've read all his books. And, oh, uh, yeah. He was a, I had a chance to fish with him, and uh, that's actually the last time I was here. Was We talked about that. He passed away this past week, and oh, wow. uh, we lost another good one. He was... Uh, he didn't go with the flow. He was uh, he was probably my hero on that. Yeah, my kind of guy. Yep, we lost a great one. So, yeah, he lived a great life, caught a lot of huge muskies. So, but that's all I got, Ryan. That's all I got today. Well, thanks thanks for having me out again. You it was uh, it was a lot of fun. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, go do something nice for someone, my friends. We'll talk to you all next week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.